Rock and Roll Death Brigade Podcast with Randy Rocket Cody. All right. You're listening to Rock and Roll Death Brigade Podcast with me, Randy Rocket Cody. And it is Sunday, April 26, 2020. Got a lot of uh, stuff to talk about here and uh, some different bits of information I want to pass on. But uh, as we approach the three-year anniversary of Chris Cornell's death, I have some very special reports that will be posted at the MetalDen.com site. And frankly, well scare even the most evil members of the Illuminati, who I believe are behind Pizzagate and the murder of the former Soundgarden legend. Uh, he's the late, great Chris Cornell, and we're going to you know, definitely examine in what is going to be a three-part long-format dissertation, basically a long essay that is going to uh, break off here very shortly, uh, starting in May, and it's going to lead up in those three parts to the... Uh, to the 18th and uh, so that you know the, the date that uh, Chris Cornell uh, passed away um, and you know there's a whole lot of stuff that I will examine that includes the um, the final 24 hours of uh, Chris Cornell's life uh, you know he he died on uh, the seventeenth is when they would have, when he would have died, you know. Basically, is, is what is what the uh, the actual date is, in my opinion. And uh, though they, you know, the paramedics and whatnot were working on Chris and did not give him, um, they gave him the, as far as I'm understanding it, he got the. Uh, the DOA call that was at 1:30 on in the morning on the 18th. Um, so there's a lot of you know there's a lot of people you know go back and forth about did he die on the 17th? Did he die on the 18th? And all that. And so what what my three part report is going to do most essentially is going to examine again real closely the facts, the evidence that has been. Uh, brought together, uh, not just by myself, but by other really good uh, internet sleuth investigators, uh, investigative uh, journalists like myself. Um, I will have uh, some, you know, backup testimony coming from uh, hard hitters in, in this uh, arena of what I call truth journalism. And so we're gonna we're gonna really have I think a really exciting time here in Maine. I will also be appearing on the uh, FM Rock Radio program, ninety nine point one WQEE, uh, coming up here on May seventh with Ryan O'Neill, my buddy over there. Ryan's gonna uh, let me come on and chat about the Chris Cornell investigation, and he serves. Uh, 
on the FM Rock radio dial. He serves a pretty substantial amount of people in the Atlanta, Georgia area, as well as uh, uh, Alabama, Birmingham. And so it's going gonna, it's gonna to be great to talk with him again. And then in June, I'll go back and start talking again, uh, part two on the dime bag discussion. And then in July, we're going to talk about Chester Bennington is what we've, we're going to have scheduled out for the uh, Ryan O'Neill show. Okay, again, that's WQEE 99.1 on the FM rock radio dial. Okay, now before we get jamming with some music here, uh, I just again want to say thank you to everybody who is supporting uh, my new uh, Rock and Roll Death Brigade podcast, uh, spreading the word by Sharon. You know, letting other metalheads know about it. This show is essentially uh, always going to be a weekly hour program. Uh, I like that format. I think it feels good. And I think that everyone's enjoying it for the most part. I'm not really getting too much hate mail, uh, surprisingly enough, for this program. So uh, I guess everyone's okay with it so far. <laughs> um do you want to kind of run over real quickly before we get jamming with some music, uh, some of the different uh, news items that have hit the MetalDen.com here recent days? You've got InterArma have released their uh, live EP titled Live at Club Congress, and that's to uh, benefit, uh, benefit the COVID-19 uh, relief efforts. Uh, this outing features the band's August 24th, 2017 live set, which took place at... Uh, Again, Club Congress, and that's in Tucson, Arizona. 100% of the proceeds from the effort will be donated to Direct Relief. So you can stream it. It's on a Bandcamp, Inter Arma, and uh, check that out. System of a Down, has, their shows have been postponed. Uh, they were going to be doing Corn and Faith No More. They were slated to happen... Uh, Uh, just here in May, you know, and uh, those have been officially postponed and new dates are now pending. Um, also, we've got Louder Than Life Fest has officially been canceled. You've got, uh, that was scheduled to happen in September in Louisville, Kentucky, but that's officially been canceled. Louder Than Life. We've also got Ministries dropped a new song premiere. So check that out. Uh, Al Jorgensen has uh, says he's re-entered the studio to finish up uh, the group's new album for Nuclear Blast Records. So this uh, new track that's been put out is called Alert Level. And it's definitely pretty rocking. I checked it out. We've also got uh, Lamb of God debuted a new song. That's called New Colossal Hate. So definitely check out the MetalDen.com site for all the latest... Uh, New stories and song premieres, uh, the latest cancellations, unfortunately, to uh, this ongoing pandemic that we're all facing. And uh, again, I hope everybody's uh, doing well out there and, and you know managing their, their time uh, in a smart way as you've been in a lot of this isolation from each other. Um, music is obviously the best way to do that, in my opinion, because, you know, Music just speaks to your soul, you know, it really does have a lot of, uh, especially with heavy metal, there's a lot of important stuff in there that if you, if you listen to it, take for example, like the New Testament album that I've reviewed at the MetalDen.com site, that's 
that's got some great lyrics in it, really powerful, going back to some really interesting time in history. So, you know, that's that's what is so cool about heavy metal to me is that it really does have a, you know, there's a lot more to, to the just the surface, uh, you know, that you see and that you experience with all the the great, you know, loud, you know, slamming instruments coming at you. There's a story behind, you know, the lyrics. If you read the lyrics and you learn what the band is trying to talk about, to me, that's the most important part of, of heavy metal music. All right. Well, that being said, uh, I've got some other surprises here in the podcast. We'll be uh, checking out. Uh, but right now, let's get rocking with some music. As your attorney, I advise you to take a hit out of the little brown bottle in my shaving kit. You won't need much. Just a tiny taste. What is this shit? That stuff makes pure mescaline seem like ginger beer, man. Adrenochrome. Adrenochrome? Hmm. Hello. Hi, Lucy. God bless. Yeah, it's me. What? Hell no. I taught the bastard a lesson he'll never forget. What? No, not dead. He won't be bothering anybody for a while. Yeah, I left him out there. I stomped him and pulled all his teeth out. I remember thinking, Jesus, what a terrible thing to lay on somebody with a head full of acid. But we have a problem. That bastard cashed a bad check downstairs and gave you his reference. They'll be looking for both of you. Uh, yeah, I know, Lucy, but you can't judge a book by its cover. Some people are just basically rotten. Anyway, the last thing in the world you want to do is call this hotel again. Now, trace the call and put you straight behind bars. <laughs> no, I'm moving to the Tropicana right away. Black 
snubbed again by the Rock Hall of Fame. Maybe we need to send Rob Halford over there to suck the dick of the asshole running that place. We got Motley Crue coming out of retirement. Motley fucking Crue. Honestly, this is a train wreck all the way in my opinion. First off, these assholes haven't released an album in 12 fucking years. I guess they are a tribute band now, right? You got Vince Meal, their singer, who looks like he ate a water buffalo. What is it with these girls, girls, girls? Didn't they make enough money in the 80s? We swear to our fans, we're not coming back, they said when they retired, right? Am I right? Now Vince Neal, their singer who can't even remember the damn lyrics when he is out touring solo, telling us he's getting in shape again. Yet this video comes out on YouTube where this joke of a drunk wishes this kid happy birthday. And he is slurring words, forgetting how to even speak properly. And someone actually paid him for this. I'm not making this up. Let me give you some advice, Vince. Do everyone a favor and do some damn sit-ups, you tub of lard. Seriously. I, I sure as hell don't want to see Vince drop dead from a heart attack. You know what I'm saying? Didn't anyone learn from Elvis Presley? He died in his bathtub after eating too many PB&J sandwiches. Come on, people. It's the same thing all over again. Well, I catch a lot of heat online for poking fun at Vince Neil. You know, I write these satire articles. Everyone gets mad at me. Vince Neil undergoes stomach removal surgery. Oh, Rocket, you're such a jerk. Stop making fun of our Vince. Your Vince? When did you become a family member? Did Vince go out and adopt all of you schmucks when I wasn't looking? That must be who, who is overfeeding this hippo. He's got 10,000 family members all of a sudden. 
That's my Vince. Leave him alone. Tell you what, I'll stop making jokes about this walking tent with a live wire shoved up his ass when he starts taking things seriously and gets in the gym and starts working out like everyone else who is battling weight issues, okay? Does that make sense to everyone? You're fat shaming him. It's not right. I'm sure Vince does feel ashamed. And he is fat. So how am I the bad guy here? Vince Neal is so fat, I heard he ran away from home to join a circus as the fat lady. Vince Neal is so fat, his entire band are going to wear fat suits on the stage to make everyone look the same. Vince Neal is so fat, when the band walks out onto the stage, he has to be catapulted behind the microphone. Vince Neal is so fat that instead of singing on the stage, he's going to be hoisted up by the Goodyear blimp. Vince Neal is so fat that his belly now has its own zip code. Vince Neal is so fat that Jenny Craig turned him away for being a lost cause. But let's stop all the fun with fat jokes and listen to what Vince Neal has to say. I have an issue with eating too much and that's, that's going to pr pr present a problem for me running around on the stage and trying to sing. Y'all know I got difficulties trying to do that as, as, as it is. But weighing damn near 500 pounds, obviously I've got, I've got to lose a little bit of this before I do get back out on the stage. And, and I would really just appreciate it if, if uh, everybody would just tell this, this rocket fellow over at the Metal Den to, to get off my back. Really, I, I haven't done nothing to nobody recently. And uh, I just, I, re I really... I just want to be Vince Neal. I want to be Vince Neal for everybody, okay? I want to be Vince Neal. Motley Crue, remember me? It's a fool. Give me a break. I'm trying to lose his weight. It hurts, man. It hurts. This is Vince Neal. I want to say uh, happy birthday, brother. Uh, this is actually from uh, uh, Christian, Mom, Ethan, and Blake. So uh, keep on rocking. Shout the devil and, uh, and do, do some feel good stuff in, four, in big old 4 big old 0, you man. All right. See you later.
pair? Excuse me? Got a pair of balls, pal? <laughs> What's happening in Nevada, dude? That's it for Bill, ladies and gentlemen. Bill, you gotta respond. Bill, Bill I mean, pipes. no, no spaces between the words. All right. Okay, let's go to line three, and we have Jerry from Pennsylvania, Linesville, Pennsylvania. We have an affiliate. Linesville is like closer to Pittsburgh than Philadelphia. And here we go. Wait a second. Get out of the way. Gotta have a heavy hand for line What's three. Happening, Jerry. Hey, how you guys doing? Pretty good. Uh, We're doing real good. Hey, uh, I'm a big Metallica fan. Can you play a little bit of Metallica? Sure. Which one do you want to hear? Go for it, dude. Master of Puppets. Do it, dude. Yeah. How'd it go? dude or a very responsive dude likes to elaborate I, you have to have a heavy hand for this see you later dude okay. i first got up and played in front of people it was a fluke there, these guys in burbank used to jam like on the mountain and i thought well, i want to get up and play you know and when i first did it people started clapping and stuff and i was blown away it's just never had now, you were jamming were you jamming those people myself included you imitate before you throw out the old and, and try and find yourself yeah well the thing i'll tell you to be honest i wish i could agree with you but i mean like even now everything happens so fast in this band i haven't had enough time to really think what i want what i want to do like for instance i do a solo live like i do a lot of these things like sort of eddie van halen things right. and i it kills me that I do that. It's just flash, you know, the kids, are, it impresses them. You know, I'm trying to make a name as fast as I can. And I, I wish I could take time and come up with something that nobody's done. And uh, I'll tell you how, what, yeah. the reason why everything, I started to get a style yeah. is when I started teaching. Because I had to teach people who wanted to learn everybody's licks, everybody's things, right? And at first it was okay. I had okay. Wait a minute. You've got to get your own style. You, know, you can't do that. So I started like just combining what they want to learn and just a bit of technique. And you know, you hear so many different people every day. You you find yourself in it if you can understand that. But I mean, you're teaching like everybody's licks all day. You know. I never, see, I never did that because I never had a stereo when I was young, so I never caught slicks off records. See, I started when I was really young. I started when I was seven, and I never got to cop records because I, I didn't even have a record player. So by the time I got to teaching, I didn't want people to keep carrying on doing that, you know, too long. So where did you get your licks from then? Just, you know, just from playing and combination of teaching and... Yeah, but before you teach, you must know. No, I'll tell you something. I learned more than I ever have learned by teaching. Because, like, they'd come up with progressions and say, well, what kind of league can I do here? And I have to keep reverting to scale. And sometimes they come up with questions I couldn't answer. Therefore, I'd learn this. Every day, every student, I'd almost learn something, you know. And it was like... 
I just learned so much that it was great. When when I was started liking rock, the only idol I had was Elvis Presley. I thought he was the greatest, you know. But I I didn't realize what lead was all about at that age. I was too young to say, oh, he plays great, you know. So how old were you when you started? Seven. How old are you now? Twenty-four. But another thing is. I tried lessons off and on, but I couldn't stick with it, you know, and I didn't have the patience. But I went back in my teens and took classical, and it did wonders for me. So it sounds like you didn't have rock and roll dreams at all. No. No, not till... I'll tell you, when I was, like, 12 and 13, I started jamming. And then I said, that's it, I want to do this for real. Got to turn it over to the major, major rock Mr. Cliff Burton, give him a big metal look on me.
Decker. This is Vince Neal. Hey, I want to say uh, happy birthday, brother. Uh, this is actually from uh, uh, Christian, Mom, Ethan, and Blake. So uh, keep on rocking. Shout the devil and uh, and do yeah, do some feel good stuff in four in big old big old four o. You man. All right. See you later.
You're on, Vinnie Paul. Sneerock. Hey, that guy's a great guitar player. Hey, thanks. Can you play some Ozzy Osbourne? Yeah, we, we had no request Aussie. that we had one Aussie today. Yeah, this is the second Aussie. All right, which one you want to hear, dude? Um, Crazy Train. Crazy Train. <laughs> In my cranium, plus causing brain tumors. How about that? Ah. <laughs> yeah. Usually you can hit them, and you can hear the spring reverb. I have had just about enough of this nonsense. for Pat Dossie. All these songs that Diamond Daryl's playing, do I have to write these down for the BMI logging? <laughs> oh, God. No. Oh, thank goodness gracious. Thank you. Thank you. Kill the applause sign. All right. <laughs> yeah, that time of the month. Xerox, you're on. No, you're off. Rock and Roll Death Brigade Podcast with Randy Rocket Cody.